Alright guys, thank you for coming down to It Gets Like That podcast, but I had to change the name, I've realised because someone's got the same name, so we change it. First and foremost, introduce yourselves. After you. Okay, cool. Um, my name's Israel. Yeah, tell us about yourself as well. Um, what do you mean, what do you do? Yeah, what would you do? Oh, my name's Israel, um, I'm a musician. Musician and? and my name's Guled, I'm currently a personal trainer at Pure Gym. But I do a lot of community work with the youths and I'm currently studying health and social care at uni. Alright, so that's positive stuff, but I'm going to take you guys back. We're going to go back to the year is 2011 and where I met both of you guys it was in HMP ISIS. Yes. Different times. Different times, yeah. Um, when did you go to, when did you first reach HMP ISIS? 2000 and... 2011. 2011. Yeah, 2011. And can you talk about your case, your charge? Your well, the charge was um, intent to supply class A. Intent to supply class A and yourself? That was a violent charge with GBH and with intent and robbery. And how long did you both get? I got two, sorry, I got two and a half years. I got five years, but I got EPP as well. So okay. I had to do an extra two years on license. Okay. So I came into ISIS 2011. It was shortly after um, I was in HMP Belmarsh, and it was shortly after the riots kicked off, and they needed space in Belmarsh. Mm-hmm. So they said, "Oh, you're 25 and moving to ISIS." At the time, I think ISIS was only 18 to 22 or 23. Yeah, and they, they said, "Okay, it's up to 30 now. Go over there." I went there, and ISIS was violent. Would you guys agree? Yes, it was a hellhole. What was your experiences of being in that jail? You always have to have your backup. Um, you have to be ready for altercations to happen and if you don't stick up for yourself then it would just be one problem after another to be honest with you I feel like I, um, I kind of kept myself because I had a little circle um, so we're like I think it was like seven of us from the same um, from Newcross so it was I feel like I kept myself to myself but I still knew exactly what ISIS was about it was a dangerous place because yeah. I actually came onto your wing so yeah, me yeah. and Kalala my, yeah. my soulmate came yeah, onto your wing yeah. and to be fair you guys kind of I, I was kind of in your circle with, yeah, the, with yeah. the guys from New Cross and that, so yeah, you guys kind of yeah. took me in and, yeah. and that. but on our wing at the time was all the SUK like they had they yeah, had yeah, the yeah, ring yeah, on yeah. basically yeah. the, 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 the basic B wing yeah. but looking at it now how much do you think you've changed since that period because we can't sit, pretend that it was all angels while mm. I was in jail I mean yeah, you said yeah. you kept yourself to yourself yeah. but we were trying to run phones. Yeah, yeah, it was active. So, yeah, it was active. Yeah. We were trying to get parcels in. Yeah. We had a couple of kitchen links and that. Yeah. You understand? Um, I was on Malbatten A, mm-hmm. so I was with Kingsley and Luck. Lucky, you yeah. know, Lucky. Yeah, yeah, remember, like, yeah. yeah, I remember that time you had that incident in the summer. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, so for, for the kids who are watching now, for the young people watching now, who's like, who maybe don't understand prison and they think, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a rap, man, I'm going to go to prison. Tell them about the sort of things that can happen to them. Okay, basically, the things that can happen to you in prison, yeah, you can get forgotten about. That's the most important thing. All these friends that you're running around, all these co-defendants, all these coldies that you have on the streets, they're going to forget you. Everyone's chasing the bag, you know? And you, you're not involved in the bag because you're in prison now. You can't help them make money now. So you're... Your loyalty is, um, your value's gone really low. Mm-hmm. You understand? So people mm-hmm. are going to forget about you. The only person who's going to stick by you is your mother. Mm-hmm. If you get me, if you have a mother dead, then your mother's going to stick by you. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So, I agree with what you're saying. Um, 
it's like outsiders are right. Um, it's like for me, it was, I didn't come to prison. I didn't, I, my, I, I relied on myself. Yeah. I didn't think about no one else. I shot myself because it's like a different world. I shot myself in the world. I didn't want, um, basically, I didn't want to rely on no one else. Mm -hmm. I counted on myself and that was it. And in regards to sort of the mentality you have in there, like I always felt sad at night time yeah. when I was getting ready to sleep. Did you guys ever feel that? Because like yeah, during the day you you have a band out, you're yeah, on social yeah, yeah, journey. Yeah. So by night time I was always sad. Yeah. Did you guys have those emotions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote yeah. So, yeah. I, I um I wrote a song, um, it's called Dream State and it was literally when it got to night time, that was my battle. My battle was literally every night every night and it was kind of like constant 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 um so yeah i did have that battle every mm. night yeah and so me personally yeah at night i used to take away my sorrows with having weed i couldn't bang up without weed mm. you understand so whoever had a visit on that day, if they don't, if they don't bust me, we have a problem in the morning. <laughs> if there's a big problem, yeah. you have to feed the the, the, the hyenas. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's called, mm -hmm. That's what you, you don't at night time. You don't want to be in that cell by yourself, mm -hmm. and you're just watching five channels. Mm -hmm. Time is drifting, mm -hmm. and it hits one o'clock. You see the night gov come on. Mm -hmm. and you're thinking, why can't I sleep? Mm -hmm. So you just get a bit of cannabis, you smoke it. But it's gone past that level now. Mm. It's spice. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. It's levels now. Yeah. It's like your 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 health is actually on the line. Your, mm. your well being is on the line. Mm. You're not gonna come back out as the same person. Mm. You understand? Yeah. So yeah, man. So like. And funny she say the word hyena because I thought it was over hyena state. I mean, <laughs> the bell will go off and the alarm will go off mm. every moment. People on the way to church, mm. on the way to social, mm. so on the way to education, anyway, on the way on to the physics, mosque. on the way anyway. to mosque. Yeah. Like, I mean, Friday Juma was one of the places where you know, you okay, off. you look at the wind, you're looking at it, you think, what's going to happen over here? Woo, 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 so it, 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 it's crazy that you said that, and, and you just touched on <clears> Spice. Like, I think 2011, Spice wasn't really a thing. I think it really kicked in in 2013, and people are like almost in a zombie state now. Yeah, it never used to hit youth jails, it used mm. to hit adult jails. Mm. The stuff that adults used to see, we never used to see. Yeah. You understand? Because they used to, the government used to look after us. Mm. But now it got to a point where 18 year olds are allowed in adult jails. Mm. Before they used to be 21 year olds mm. and upwards. But now 18 year olds are seeing the effects of adults mm. and how they're living. And so that's where the spice and that's where the crack, that's where the heroin gets supplied mm. in the jailhouses. You understand? When you go to youth jails, no one's not selling, smoking crack. Mm. Who's smoking crack? Who's smoking mm. heroin on mm. the, in ISIS? Nobody. Mm -hmm. I said, but when you go to a veal, you go to Brixton, you go to Scrubs, mm. definitely see a lot of um, and addict and addicts. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. So what's 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 the I guess we'll say the, the, the main thing you've taken away from prison that you use in your life now? Um you're you're born alone die alone. Mm. You know what I mean? You're by yourself out here, man. As much as you got, whoever you got around you, that's a bonus. But you have to be your own supporter man you have to be your own fan you have to be loyal to yourself mm. as much as you're saying you want to be loyal to the streets you want to be loyal to the code bro are you being loyal to yourself mm. are you doing good for yourself mm. so that's the thing when it comes to so i realized i need to love myself before i love others mm. and what would, would you take away from the, the one thing that you use from prison that you use in your everyday life now i feel like the same i feel like you have to um account for yourself um regardless if of if you know, we live in, a, in, a, in an environment where it's like social, social. Um, 
But yeah, I just feel like you you know you have to account for yourself. You know you can't because regardless of if you try to live a fake life and all that stuff, you know your your mind can't lie to you. Mm. Can't lie to you. And that's so, a real thing there. Yeah. Some good these guys who pretend to be a bad boy, but really and truly, they know them. So you know. for me personally, I never pretended to be a bad boy. I never. never. But I would always defend myself. Yeah, yeah, I know, I've always like, been like that. I can see I'm a witness to that. Yeah, yeah. always. So. so Let's touch on that then, because I know. Were you in the cell? Were you in the cell? In, in the cell? But I was like, in the wing. I was in the wing. Okay. Boom! I see oh. Bobby come to. I don't. Did I have a briefcase or something? That side. Bobby's the only man with a suit. He's got a suit on the wing. Have you got a suit on the wing? It's an open university case. And funny enough, Javan, big up Javan, was meant to be on on the on the on the podcast today, but he couldn't make it. Me and him do one separate, but. When I did tell that story, I just thought I'd tell it on my Instagram and it kind of blew up. And I think on Instagram it had like over 200,000 views and not even on YouTube has done the same. And you had many people saying, oh, he's lying, he's lying. Yeah. You guys were witnesses no, to it. Not, so, I'll tell you exactly and my whole thing is never to glorify. I would say never to glorify. No, but I want to, for the you to see the dangers of going into prison because you go in there. And now, I went to Pentonville recently and I remember they're telling me, oh, now if someone comes to jail, you have to tell them if you're affiliated to any gangs. Because if you don't tell them, they just put you on any wing and mm. it's going off over there. Mm. I don't think in ISIS there's even a space for you to go. I remember it's only two two sides, Meridian yeah, and, no, um, ten and Ten Sides, so it was mad. But what do you guys what do you remember from that story? What do you actually remember that actually happened on your well, case? Well basically what I heard what happened was down the line, and let me just narrow it down, you got bumped somehow. Mm-hmm. Understand? You got bumped and as you got um, bumped for an item for a phone or something like that, I'm not sure. You went to go and get your belongings back. You understand? So as you went into the cell, um, I think someone tried to set it on you. Mm. And as someone tried to set it on you, you had a, you had a mug. Mm. You bust someone's mm. head straight away. And as soon as you come out the cell, I think someone tried to get a <clears throat> snooker stick. A, a cookie, yeah. Yeah, a cookie. And you went, I think you went like that. Mm. I think if I mem- memory serves me right, I think it was a guy called Mitch from Northwest. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, you remember. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, 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 it was Mitch. Yeah. And he was always quiet, dark skinned kind mm. of guy, yeah. So I think you licked him there, but this time like, I'm already on the freeze. Mm. I think I'm on the freeze, or, yeah. Did I have freeze in ISIS? Or twos? Twos, twos. I was on the twos. So I was literally down there, and then obviously I've seen it from the bottom, man. Mm. Yeah, that's all I can remember, to be honest. I, I, I remember because we were in the same, the same way. Yeah. I remember you going out, I think, you know, you've been waiting for this phone for such a mm. long time. You just wanted to go get the phone mm. now. Um, got to the cell, and um, I think there was a couple guys in the cell when you got there, then mm. more guys. That was good, that was Kingsley's cell. Yeah. That was yeah. Lucky's cell. Yeah, yeah. more. More guys started coming in. Mm. Sorry, it's okay. Um, and I heard you, you had a mug, you bust the mug on someone's head, you banged in, you went to sleep. Um, I don't know if you went to sleep, but. Anyone else, you bust his head. The other end of the mug, you started doing this and all mm. that stuff. For, for me personally, like I said, I'm not a violent person. No, at all. I don't start trouble with no yeah. one. I've gone there on the emphasis of getting my phone yeah. or getting my money back, Get right? back the guy told me come back later to the cell but i thought you know what everyone's like okay if that if you're in the guy and if a peace why did you come with a mug i said i'm not a fool i'm not stupid anything yeah, happen. so obviously i finessed to get off the wing i don't know how i got kalala off the wing but i finessed to get off the wing but i just slide it said oh yeah he has to come with me yeah. as well and, yeah. and and big up kalala because he didn't have to do that yeah. he didn't have to do that and obviously when i've gone there i've gone a peaceful thing again they're like, oh yeah, come in the cell. So I'm like, oh, so I go in the cell. Cool, I went in the cell. As I go in the cell now, literally, 
30 seconds later, there's about there's two people in the cell already. Mm-hmm. Literally, when I looked in the cell, there's about six, seven people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know at the time, like, luck was my, one of my brother's friends. Actually, no, I think luck really told me one of my brother's right, friends in town. He really told me that. So, I don't, I don't I can't remember him being in the cell or not, if he left the cell or not. But, that was his cell, yeah. Yeah. I'm just talking. Mm-hmm. So, I'm saying, like, yo, where is the phone? Mm-hmm. On a peaceful thing. Uh, I think the guy, the, the other littles was going, oh, no, the phone's not there. Um, the money's not in there. I'm like, bro, come on, man. My missus, my missus put the, phone, the money in a couple of days ago. She told me, he's like, no, I'm like, okay, get the phone out. Let's call up. But obviously, the other brother. Uh, Is it high, high power? Someone? Nah, Messi. Oh, Messi, okay. Oh, Messi. Yeah, yeah, for no reason. For no reason. I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm not talking to you. You know what? I'm hearing you telling me you can't get robbed. Because obviously, there's people on the other wing that told me, yeah, them are not trying to rob you. Mm. And I'm saying, nah, I can't get robbed. No, and so yeah. he's like, what are you saying you can't get robbed? What do you mean you can't get robbed? Bro, the man are banging my face. <laughs> was it Messi banging? Yeah? Messi banging my face. I'm pretty oh. sure it was him. Did you, you didn't bust his bust the mug at him though. Yeah, was, it someone, was it him? He was Messi. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So obviously when he's done that now, just reaction because obviously I did the, the the open university bag like this all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they didn't clock. So I had it like that, and then I had my hand in it like this. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he's hit me, I've just gone like that. Tell. And obviously he's gone down, mm-hmm. but then now I'm in a cell with. Don't know how many man. Kalada trying to throw bang. So I'm just trying to do this to get out. But remember the cells, you can look the cells. So we're stuck. We can't get out. So we're trying to open the door, the door slamming. We finally get out. Then I see one next brother, I can't remember his name. Um, Is it Mitch? No, no, no. I want to say. um, I want to say Stunner. Stunner from East. From East, yeah, I want to say him. Light skin, that was that was that was Lucky's younger. Yeah, cause yeah, cause yeah, cause I went to yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I went to him. Yeah. Raw, you're you're friends with my little brother. Where you getting involved? He's like, no, that's the mandem, that's the mandem. I'm like, raw. Yeah, and then obviously that's, that's when bandwagon. You can't be on this bandwagon. Obviously that's when that the the, the, uh, the uh, Mitch guy come with a pool cue and tried to whack me a bit, but I blocked it mm. and it yeah, hit my yeah, hand yeah, and then yeah. I banged him mm. and then the other one from can't remember where it was got me there and that's how I got that, that cut in my eyes yeah, still there yeah, yeah. and then obviously the next day and I didn't really know you these times and the thing is you know in Valentine's that pussy because obviously when I go back to the wing yeah Valentine's laughing going, oh yeah you're a fuck <laughs> I got a blood everywhere innit? and I said to him are you mad like I said it's never to glorify but just the use to know the dangers of what was going on in that jail yeah. it was crazy you'll be so lonely to the point where you want to speak to your loved ones you just want to buy a mobile phone that mobile phone will get you your face, face open you, if you can't protect a mobile phone yeah you, your face will get open you get open don't put yourself in a position that you could be vulnerable I've been like, I've been on, even on the wing on, on B-wing where Couple people, they know someone's got a phone and they got up their bum. People come there with spoons. Yeah, 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 spoons. Oh, make a squat, squatting. And that's why you used to understand the sort of things that goes on in prison. I want the parents to understand the sort of things that goes on in prison. It's not a joke. Sure, there's the other guy as well who had a similar surname as me, uh, Kasungo. Um, he was on A Wing. He got burnt, burnt with a kettle on Christmas oh, yeah, Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone rubbed his phone. Church, came back. And literally poured the, the poor, how many times? Yeah, I mean, like times. yeah, so these are the sort of things that I want to chat to let the youth understand. It's not to glorify it, it's to show you the dangers that are out there. Mm. Stay out of trouble. And if you're going to be in trouble, yeah, when you go to jail, 
just let them know, okay, I'm affiliated. Because you try to go on this bad boy thing, like, yeah, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. Because you're putting it with the team, some people are like, nah, I don't need to tell you what gang I'm in. Mm. It's not, you're not well, snitching. Protect your team. I'm, yeah. I'm in a gang. At least you know, they don't know what wing to put you on. Because there's so much thing that's going on in these jails that are crazy. But I guess let's leave jail behind. Yeah. We've moved on from jail. Mm. We've come out of jail. Yeah. I've always admitted how difficult it was for me coming out of jail. Mm. Used to having, I mean, <clears throat> I didn't do it in ISIS because ISIS is just in my headache. Mm. But every other job I went to, I had my casino, I had the, what do you call it, my betting shop and that. And that sort of helped me with a bit of money when I came out. Mm. But ultimately, when you come out of prison, you're broke and you have to start again. How was it for you guys? Mm. It's, it's kind of annoying. Because um, <clears throat> I feel like I remember when I came out, um, I think I went to, I went to like a crowded place and I just felt, it was too much for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's like I couldn't take it in. I literally had to go back into the, the mode of being in prison and being alone myself like mm. that. I was like that for a while. Mm. So slowly and gradually, I, I, I got involved with a couple of work and all that stuff and socialising with other people, you know, it got my head back up. Mm. And how was it for your family? Because obviously, they're being used to not having you and all of a sudden your family's got you around. Mm. Was it sort of difficult in communication? Yeah, it was. It was at like dinner time. Everyone's sitting around the table and being loud and all that stuff. But I was still like trying to like pull my head back up. But I'd always find myself go back down and because it was fast, it was fast paced. Mm. Um, so yeah, but gradually I found myself and you know, now I can actually pull my head up. Mm. And in regards to even financially, was that mm. difficult as well? Yeah, it was. It was. Mm. It was. And yourself? Me personally, it was very, very difficult because <clears throat> what they did was me coming out of jail, I was not even aware that I assumed that I was going to go back to my old borough and I was going to pick up things from there mm. and I may have a little bit more support than, than usual. However, when I came out, what they did was they banned me from the West London area. Mm. Understand? So that's it. Now I'm living in Peckham. I'm living in Burgess Park, Bell Hostel. Understand? I've got I've got a curfew three times a day. Mm. So I have to sign in like I'm some predator. Mm. And you know what I mean? And I can't even grow. Mm. I don't know how. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get a job. You know what I mean? I don't even know how to make a CV. Mm. I don't know nothing like that. So my back's against the wall. Mm. I confused myself. So I got to a point where. Um. Yes, I got to a point where it was a lot of downhill. Put, um, I was it was really downhill, and I was really depressed. And I think I had, you know, I suffered a bit with uh, mental health. Depression came involved. Mm. I didn't know what to do. I had no hope. But then uh, uh, one a good brother of mine came visiting me. He just come check me, reminded me. He didn't have nothing. He didn't give me nothing. He just said he advised me. He said, "Yo, you deserve better, bullet man. You know what I mean? You don't need to be struggling like this. And if I was you, I'll go." Go back to God, didn't it? You understand? That's the only person who can help you in this situation. Because everyone else that was around me seemed that they were so busy with their own life mm. that they couldn't see how much I, I was affected and the way I could conduct myself into the community. Mm. They thought it was just normal. Oh, he's a kid. He usually comes in and out. But when you get to a certain age, it's not like, it's not like when you're 15, 16, you come out of jail, yeah, you've got that energy, you boost, you can... Nah, when you get to a certain age, you, you, you get demoralised. Mm. Your energy goes. Mm. I mean, you need someone to just boost you up. So he gave me that little boost and advice. So I went mosque, went mosque as I went mosque. Yeah, man. And from there, then God started showing me the light. Man. And how important is your faith now? Very important. Without my faith, my child, my child, 
I, that's one thing as a um, as a kid. My father, I didn't have my father around me. I lost my dad, my dad when I was fifteen. Mm. You understand? But I was not with my dad till uh, since the age of eight. So I didn't have that role model. Mm -hmm. So I'm always with my life. I'm gonna make sure my children have God in their heart. Mm -hmm. They have faith in their heart. Because mm -hmm. without that, you're gonna get lost out mm -hmm. here. You can have as much money as you want, you can have as much um, watches as you want, it don't matter. You're going to be lost mm -hmm. and you're going to always be looking for temptations. And when you can't find that temptation, then you're just going to be confused. So, yeah, man, faith is a big thing for me right now, big man. Mm -hmm. And if, is religion something that's important to you? Or? Yeah, it is, it is. I grew up like, you know, um, in a religious family. But I feel like um, it's like cause I don't go to church, but what I believe in, I believe in, obviously, you need to believe in something. Mm. Um, I I believe in myself. Mm. I believe in um, my abilities, and that's what I got to rely on. Mm. I mean, I, I think I'm similar in regards to. I believe in a higher being, mm. but I've lost my sort of faith in religion mm. because I find that religion brings so many division amongst people. Be mm. it the trouble that happens in the Middle East, be it regards to terrorism, be it mm. regards to the Catholic yeah. Church, whatever it is. There's so much issues that comes with religion that for me i just prefer okay let's try to be the best we won't always be good mm. but let's always be the best people yeah. we can be and yes. try to move it on from there yeah. but now you guys are out you've been out for a long while now mm. how is life now mm. and um, but, what comforts you but as i was mentioning regarding the religion situation mm. yeah i'm not saying i'm perfect mm -hmm. i'm a sinner we all mm -hmm. sin mm -hmm. you understand and i know i'm aware everyone's got christianity there's jewish there's muslim that stuff but we all believe the same. Mm. We all believe in the same thing. Mm. So whatever you believe in, I can take a bit of good from you, mm. take a bit of good from you, mm. you can take a bit of good from me, mm. and that's it. And whatever mm. you feel like you're not comfortable with, mm. and that's your choice as mm. an adult to make that choice. Yeah. No one don't need to put a gun to your head. Mm. So yeah, man, mm. I just want to do it. Yeah. No, no, I hear that. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, so, so in regards to, like I said, your life now, um, what comforts you and how are you feeling now about life in general compared to where you was 10 years ago? I feel like I could be a president of Somalia 2040. Right. I'd be serious, bro. No come one can't tell me. You can tell me I can't. Mm. No one can't tell me I can't. Hey, that, I, mean, yeah. I, I can get a PhD. Who I'm can tell me that. I can't be? Mm -hmm. I didn't think that I want to be, I can mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. And I saw your post today, which I actually copied and tagged you. Yeah, well when I posted that yeah regarding well. being the 28 year old man. Yeah. If you said, if you had to do a course for four years, later on, and you reach 32, you've actually actually reached the age of 32. So why didn't you do something productive with mm. that time? Mm. Instead of the procrastination. This is what kills people, procrastination mm. and fear. Don't be mm. scared, man. Yeah. You understand? Mm. Reach the stars, man. If your dreams don't scare you, you need to find a different dream. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Mm. Yeah. It has to scare you. Yeah, I think we said, because um, earlier on, you were like, oh, you know, when I came out, I was like, you know, I, I was depressed. I believe yeah, myself. I needed someone, just one person told you something. Yeah, just one, that one person. And, and it's like, fast forward, now you're like, you know, 2000, I want to be the president. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what's up, yeah. That's a mad difference. Yeah, yeah, that but it, well, the thing is, see, when you're coming out, yeah, I had, when I was on road before, like, I was, I was a person, I was a violent person mm -hmm. before, yeah. Mm -hmm. Understand? I used to do my thing, real, real, everything I want, it was always on the demand. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever I wanted, I can get it, mm. regardless. But now I have to work for what I want. Mm. Understand? But this is where it's changed my mm. whole aura. So instead of going to people and taking things mm. with people, now I have to work with people, mm. breaking down with people. Mm. And go and understand the person. Yeah, all right, cool. He's got his opinion, they respect his opinion. Mm. Before, I never used to respect no one's opinion. Mm. Was it, I'm right, that's mm. it. Mm. That was the angle. Mm. 
So, but yeah, man. But you you grow as you go along, yeah. man. So, yeah, yeah man. And it's so yeah, easy. Cool. Now you're doing music. So yeah. I was quite surprised when uh, yeah. I see uh, picked it and it was everybody said, yeah. And obviously I jumped on the phone yeah. to you do your music. Yeah. I've seen some of your music as well. Yeah. Tell us about that transition and that yeah. thought process. <coughs> so, right, so literally in October 2019, I literally, um, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to do music. Um, it's crazy because, you know, P was in prison. Um, and I went, I went to one of my friend's studio but you know the energy he was giving me wasn't the same because i i believe in like when i want to do stuff i just go in i want to do it i don't sit around and be around you know you're not waiting for no one i'm not waiting for no one you do it yeah Yeah, so i literally felt like i was waiting for him then one of my pals was like you know what just why don't you just you like to do things properly just go and do it properly so i went to a studio soup studio Mm -hmm. in um um canary Mm -hmm. i literally went there um Literally bang it out, mm. bang it out. Up to now, over 100 tracks. And so from October yeah. to now, we're only in August. You've yeah. got over 100, over 100 tracks. tracks. That over is crazy. Over time. And over wait, are you writing every day? Literally, or? literally. I would, I would go studio like twice a week, and I'll do two songs each session. Mm. And what, what's, what's, what's inspiring your music? I'm um, listening to it. It's not like what people would expect from yeah, a young black man yeah, in, in, in from the hood yeah, who yeah. went to prison. So your, your yeah. music is different. What inspired that? The inspiration is, you know, come to this country without our parents. And literally, you know, like, it's like, first of all, there was no reason for me to come over. Mm. So it's like, I'm here and I'm getting like a different experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was a mummy's boy. Then I've come and I've stayed, lived with a lady mm-hmm. who's literally treated me like not the same way that my mom's treated me. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to like rely on myself. That's why when I went to prison, I learned I'm not relying on nobody. I'm mm-hmm. relying on me. Yeah. yeah. So um, so that's the fight. It's like a struggle of literally from from when I've been in this country, I've looked after myself. So that's like the the inspiration is fighting your own corner, um, um, depression because it's real. Mm, like real. I talk about real stuff. Mm. Now it's not. Um, I don't. You know, I'm not a saint, mm. but I don't. It's like I don't glorify the negative. Yeah, I don't negativity. Do yeah. What, what if you had to call your music its own genre? Because mm. for me, it's a bit a mixture of it's halfway between rap mm. and spoken word. So yeah. like a in between yeah, there yeah, a bit yeah, of soul in it as yeah, well so what, yeah. how would you describe your music I'll, I'll say I'll say um, I, I'm not you can't fit me in a journal because um, it's like storytelling um, it's weird because it's like um, when I was writing all these songs the the similarity between each song was I was always storytelling mm. um, and uh, and there was the engineers like wow it's like you know you're poetic mm. they said I've done poetry and for me to say that to you that's big I was like whoa like then it took me back to like being in school and I was good in my English literature. So it's like, I'm like, whoa. Let me use my Yeah, yeah, that type of way. So I kind of like tapped into it. And so I'll say storytelling, poetic, um, you know, I'm talking about the roads because, you know, um, I lived that life. Um, and yeah, it's so in it, it's got so in it. It has to be painful, it has to be emotional for me to like, be like, okay, cool, I've done my job in a booth, I'm coming out now. So where can they find you? Where can they find your music? Mm. Your socials? Oh yeah, um, <coughs> Israel NKE official. Um, I'm on SoundCloud, Israel NKE. I'm on Spotify, Israel NKE. 
No, on Instagram, I think, yeah. Oh, Instagram. Israel yeah, oh, NK Official. NK Official. Yeah. And yourself, so you're now doing a fit personal trainer. Yeah. And so basically, um, at this current time, when I first came out, yeah, I'll be honest with you guys, I was I was a cleaner. Understand? I used to travel two hours every morning to be a cleaner. Oh, there's no shame no, in that. I know, and that's what I'm saying. I've got my chest saying in my country where you say, when one road will lead you to another bigger road, mm. you understand? So just yeah. be patient. Mm. God's got a plan for you. You understand? Someone you gave me the height. You gave me. Someone's got a plan for you. Mm. So I was a cleaner. As I became a cleaner, I was doing my thing. I used to see guys that was, I'll say, not neeks in it, that were making more money than me on the roads. Mm. And I'm looking at them. I, I would have, I would have robbed this guy if I wanted to in mm. five seconds. But then I saw, I humbled myself. I said, you know what? He's doing him. Let me do me. Mm. Don't even watch his pocket. Do you good? Mm. So I'll focus, focus. Cut a long story short. I went into a course. I done a railway course for a bit. Mm. Understand? So I done PMPTS. Mm. Get me? So I went on the railway chats for a bit. Earning good money, 160 a day. Mm. Understand? I said, like, 160 from being a cleaner mm. to that. I said, like, oh, God's blessing me right now. Mm. Get me? The, the picture's looking bright. But I looked at myself. I was in the railway. I was thinking, you know what, Khalid? Brother, you can't. Who are you inspiring out here? There's mm. no one around. Mm. You need to use your gift that God's giving you. So, so let me go back. Went back to the lab anyway. Boom. Went back. Norwich, Wayland, um, 2010. Before, I shipped out from Wayland mm. to come to Isis. Mm -hmm. So before I got to you lot, mm. I was in that day. But what I did was um, I made and I done a an, an personal training course. Mm. You know I mean? so that's what I did. I used my time wisely, mm -hmm. and that's the thing with adult jails. You can focus more on yourself yeah. than and your youth jails because mm -hmm. you've got so much to prove in youth mm -hmm. jails. Anyway, um, I got my PA thingy, but I didn't do nothing with that mm -hmm. and with that qualification. So I said, you know, let me get into that. Then I met a nice lady called Hannah. She was a manager, mm -hmm. and and John Paul they gave me the opportunity. <coughs> and I mean, from there, I did that. Then I went. I met a nice young lady. Mm -hmm. Understand? She said to me, you know what? You're gifted, man. You need to do something with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I want to advise you to go uni, man. Yeah. So get into uni, big man. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just that, I went into uni. Same. I've never been to a secondary school in my life. Mm -hmm. I've, never, I've never wore a uniform. I got kicked out of school when I was two, in year two. <laughs> Literally, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So from there, um, yeah, now I just inspire every person that comes along who I meet. Um, like It could be, I like, I can't help someone that's got a big car that's got a big watch. Mm. Yeah, if he sits down with you, we can talk, but I'm more inspired than helping people that are vulnerable, yeah. people that are less fortunate. That's what gives me, because I was there. Mm. And that person that I wanted, I want to be that person mm. for them people. So now I've got a little charity, um, a little project going on where I'm trying to raise 5,000 pounds. And this is for five different individuals from any walks of life. They could be white, black, Asian, it don't matter. Mm. And just give them that little, head start in life that mm. they deserve when they come out of jail mm. and yeah and yeah that's what's up yeah. Nice. Yeah. so I uh, know you uh, uh, next question I say is that what's the future you already sort of said Sorry. president of Somali mm. yeah, why, yeah. why not I want to be I want to be I want to get into from my health and social care I want to get into psychology mm. from psychology I want to get into therapy man mm. I want to be a therapist man mm. I want to be a psychiatrist mm. you know, I want to talk to people mm. broken people mm. I mean, I try to get the pieces to the puzzle mm. and help people out. Mm. That's my angle. And also, so, so um, one, one of the things that actually helped me as well when I came out of being doing therapy, like oh, literally when I came out up till now. Mm. So, you know, when you're saying all that, yeah. So, that's for 10 years you've been doing therapy? Yeah. 
And that's self-healing, isn't it? Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. And my missus will love this because she keeps telling me, I was like, because oh, we've we done couples therapy mm. last year when we were going through our issues. Mm. And she keeps telling me, I need to go and do therapy on my own as well. So I've never actually really, I like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I am going to do it. Mm. But from you, you've doing it. What's been mm. that experience? How has mm. it helped you? It's helped me. Because when, 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 when you asked me, it's like, when you came out, how was it for you? You know, I was always like this. Mm. Um, was like, you know, when we started the session, you know, she's sitting right there and we're talking and I would still be like this. But over the long, the long, long from that time to now, I've actually, I'm able to like literally put my head up mm. and speak and talk about my experience. Um, you know, what made me, you know, cause it's, it's crazy. Like if you draw the, if you put it on the table, there's a reason for everything. Mm. So it's like for me to actually, when you speak, you find a reason. You're like, oh shit, that's the reason why that happened. Mm. This is the reason why this happened. So it's like you're able to, to correct things. Yeah. yeah. No, for me, it's it's my missus tells me all the time because she says sometimes I just get angry and I'm like mm. I'm not angry. She, you don't understand. You raise your voice mm-hmm. sometimes, or you're yeah. you're you're quick to mm. get frustrated. You're quick to anger. And I'm like, what are we talking about? But. I guess I don't know where that comes from, and yeah. I guess maybe I'm in there now. Who knows? But it's good to hear that. I think it's I even see, I even see. Um, was it um, Conan the other day posted that he's about to start his therapy sessions as well? Yeah. Um, Conan. Yeah. So I think maybe it's a thing that where lots of men who could go through trauma, yeah. like I said, that them whole issues in the ISIS. Yeah. That's that's true. That's effectively yeah. from and, this and, 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 we, and we just spoke about one issue that I had in ISIS. I mean, that's they were right. up in the, the next day. What happened to the times when sitting down the block? And then you got on TV, I was a block rider. If everyone knows me, I was living down the block. Yeah. Half of my sentence was down the block. I mean, I remember doing 21 days cellular confinement in um, Highdown. Mm. It's not 21 days CC, like, mm. it's like oh, just, just mm. every single day for 21 days. Mm, you go, sat on the snap. No, but guys, I was very thankful for having you guys on board. Mm, thank you. Like, for guys, us. please, whatever you do, follow, follow their journey, follow his music. Um, like if you know where these guys are come from mm. and to, for them to even talk so openly about what mm. they're doing now mm. and how they're living their life now it, it, it fills me with joy it fills me with so much joy and i wish them nothing but the best and hopefully you can get them on a guest over here as, again mm. obviously uh could you just start your own uh, podcast as well yeah people man. About that. reach one teach one so i'm gonna be starting with a couple of brothers really like-minded brothers that are actually being through an experience in life and actually turned it into a positive thing so it's good and so that will be starting from saturday hopefully fingers crossed but my my insta is called inspire for change number four and my fitness page if you wanted a personal trainer or you wanted some tips on gaining some muscles or losing some weight that's it's called gains that matters nice. but yeah you guys finding me from there i appreciate it man guys and watch out for the next episode after this peace and guys, this here is um, Israel NKE's track. Make sure you listen and go and follow. You were sent to me. You're my Eve. You were meant to meet. Pearly Way was the very place. Whenever I envisioned it, I feel like I'm out of space. Now you're my majesty. I'm at your grace. Let's take him back. Them cozen times, well materialized. My shameless times, my homeless times. Fucking around on righteous ties. She never saw the G in me, always saw the king in me. 